Well, good evening, friend. Uh, glad that you are able to tune in tonight. We praise God for each one of you that are listening around the world. The world is a small place, but yet such a vast place. We praise God for He is everywhere at the same time. He's omnipresent, and uh, He's just that kind of God. He knows all about our dealings, our ups, our downs, our ins and outs, and He knows just what we need when we need it. So we praise God tonight for each one of you tuning into this Abundant Now um, podcast. We just praise God for Jesus. God has been good, and He's good all the time. And uh, we praise God again for you, you and you. And uh, we just bless the name of God tonight. We're going to pray and proceed and uh, ask God's blessing upon what we do, that you might be blessed, that the uh, hearer might be blessed, and that uh, all we do might be a blessing to others. And then in turn, you might be a blessing also uh, yourself to someone else. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you and praise you for your loving kindness, your tender mercy, your hand that's stretched out. Thank you for all you're doing and all you've done, all you shall do. We look to thee by faith. We serve you with great ex- expectancy. We love you today. We're thine today. We say yes to your will and to your way to your service all day. We say that, um, we say have your way in us and through us. Bless, O oh God, everything we do here. Uh, make it a blessing, O oh God, to someone's life. Uh, for we um, uh, strive for the higher life. We strive for the abundant life that you have for every believer. That, uh, O oh God, we wouldn't live, live in mediocrity, but, O oh God, we are strive to go further higher, deeper in the things of God, that we might meet the challenges of the day. Bless each hearer, we pray, and uh, we pray, O oh God, that um, uh, many would be blessed, healed, delivered, and set free everywhere. Have your way now, we pray, in Jesus' name. Thank God. Amen and amen. We're going to hear this uh, one song, and we're going to move further. And... Uh, we believe in God. Yeah. Little song that's on my heart. And we pray that you would be ministered to. Yes. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear. No evil, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me all my days, all my lonely nights. Surely goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house. I will dwell in the house. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever and ever and ever. Shadow lurk over my shoulder, looking to ensnare. I won't ever have 
because I'm in your care. As I walk through the valley, I will fear no evil. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me all my days. All my lonely nights, surely goodness and your mercy will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house. Yes, I will dwell in the house. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever, ever, forever, ever. When I feel I am discouraged, no one is around. I won't have to be forgotten because in you I'm found. As I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no even thy rod and thy staff they comfort me all my days all my lonely nights surely goodness and your mercy will follow me days of my life and I will dwell in the house I will dwell in the house. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Ooh, I can be saved from things that scare me because you are always there. And I will dwell in the house. I will dwell in the house. I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I don't know about you, but I'm going to seek the Lord. I'm going to turn my face to Him. As I walk through the valley, well, we thank God for you, you and you. Thank God for that, that gracious song, amen, confronting the, uh, the trials, the difficulties, the ups and downs that come every day. And in this day and time, this is the time that tries men's soul everywhere uh, with disease and uh, pandemics and all kinds of famine in the world and uh, the crises are going up everywhere. Uh, but we look to the hills from which cometh our help. Our help comes from the Lord. He knows all about it, and um, God made this world, and he um, uh, allowed us to be a part thereof. And uh, if God be God, then he, the creator of all things, will give us the solution to all things. 
And so we praise God in advance for uh, his life and for his um, allowing us to have existence in this uh, this life, and uh, we just praise him in advance for his great blessings, the abundant life uh, that's found in Jesus Christ. I'm going to give you a word today, and uh, we pray where wherever you are in the world that this word, uh, if it uh, if, if it meets your needs, if it speaks to your condition, then receive it and uh, let God be God, and let everything else uh, be a byword, a bygone. Because God is able to do abund- uh, exceedingly abundantly above all uh, that we ask or think according to his power. I'm going to read a scripture for you today. And um, with all the trouble that is in the world, I just want to encourage your heart in uh, the Lord. And uh, our scripture reading tonight is going to become coming from the book of Judges. And... Uh, that's a very familiar passage of scripture, um, Judges 13. And you'll find these rec- words recorded there in Judges, the 13th chapter, verse 1. And it reads, And the children of Israel uh, did evil again in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord delivered them into the hands of the Philistines 40 years. And 40 says <laughs> something special about it. Um, I believe the Israelites wandered in the wilderness for 40 years. Uh, But the word of the Lord says, And there was a certain man of Zorah, of the family of Dantes, whose name was Manoah, and his wife was barren and bared not. And the angel of the Lord appeared unto the woman and said unto her, Behold, now. Uh, thou art barren, and bearest not, but thou shalt conceive, and bear a son. Now therefore beware, I pray thee, and drink no wine, nor strong drink. Eat no, eat not any unclean thing. For lo, thou shalt conceive, and bear a son, and no razor shall come upon his head. For this child shall be a Nazarite unto, the, to, unto God from the wound, and he shall begin to deliver Israel out of the hands of the Philistine. May the Lord bless the reading, the hearing of his word, and may he sanctify our hearts, my heart, your heart, to receive and to accept the greater uh, amount of his truth. I want to use a thought tonight, too strong to know your weakness and too weak to know your strength. Yes, too strong to know your weakness and too weak to know your strength. You see, you know, we serve a great God, and God is uh, great and all-powerful, omnipotent, if you will. He has all power in his hands. Um, but um, uh, sometimes God leaves, uh, many times he leaves things in our hands. And it's our decision as to which way we're going to go, whether we're going to serve the Lord and cleave to his, his word, his commandment, or whether we're going to try to do our own thing. How many of y'all know there's a lot of folks trying to do their own thing today? Uh, but um, that uh, way seems to be the way of death and failure. Okay, well, in the Bible, few accounts in the Bible are as tragic as uh, this one. 
He is a man to whom God gave 20 years to begin to overcome his enemies. Now, I don't know about you, but 20 years is a long time. Amen. Especially looking forward. Looking backwards, amen, it might be a, a blink. Goes by uh, very quickly. But yet in the end, uh, uh, this man uh, didn't conquer his enemies, and he himself was overcome. Samson's history, history is illustrated of Paul's warning in 1 Corinthians 9 and 27, for Samson was indeed a castaway. Hebrews 11 and uh, 32 named Samson for his faith in God's word. But apart from this, very little can be said on his behalf. Uh, let's uh, let him, uh, he, let he that think it, he standeth, take heed lest he shall fall. Note the steps that led to Samson's sin, his downward course, and his final tragic end. First of all, he despised his heritage. Uh, are you despising what God has placed in your life and where God has brought you from and how God has brought you into, uh, 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 into being? Uh, Samson was born in a godly home to parents who believed in prayer. He was God's special gift uh, to the nation and to that particular family. His father was a praying man. I don't know about you, but uh, you, you'll find many praying mothers. But when you get a praying father, uh, you got something on your hand. <laughs> yes, indeed. You got some real direction. You got a real star worth uh, individual when a father prays. And we see him, the father, he asked the Lord in prayer, said, teach us what we should do unto this child. Um, chapter 14 and 8. And then in uh, verse number 12, his parents had a fear of the Lord, and they tried to instill the same fear in their son. They brought young Samson up uh, and brought offerings to God and dared to believe his wonderful promises. God gave to Samson a great body. He must have looked like uh, a jack o' lane or maybe Hercules. Uh, but he was a man that had uh, uh, tremendous cuts and and um, and muscles all over his body. Great sense of humor did this man Samson also have. Note in uh, chapter fifteen and uh, verses three to five, and and uh, a most wonderful way. And uh, so he uh, was full with uh, humor and tricks. And most of all, he was endowed by the Holy Spirit that gave him supernatural strength. God called Samson to be a Nazarite. Well, what is a Nazarite? Well, that is one that is separated. That's one that's wholly surrendered to the Lord. That's one that gives his whole life and his whole attention to what God uh, would have him to do. According to Numbers in 6, a Nazarite was never to drink strong drink or to touch a dead body. And the mark of dedication was uh, to be his uncut hair. He had long locks and long curly hair. And um, uh, this was uh, the mark of the Nazarite. 
and especially for Samson. All of this wonderful heritage Samson despised. Instead of putting himself in God's hands to, to accomplish uh, his God-given task, he chooses to live to please himself. How tragic it is when God gives a young person a wonderful heritage and a great opportunity, and they treat it very lightly. Well, I want to admonish you uh, today, uh, young man and young woman, whatever God places in your life and God makes, it, makes you aware of it and God points it out that uh, you should tenderly care for that thing, that ability, that talent, talent, then I want you to know that you really shouldn't take it lightly. Don't take it for granted that everybody uh, uh, may have the same thing that you have. But uh, whatever God has placed in your life, he's placed it in your life uniquely. And uh, it's just for you and you alone. Now, somebody might have something like what you have, but God has a special talent, ability, and creativeness that he put only in you. Praise God. He's just that kind of God. He's just that uh, big. He's just that vast that he's able to do those kinds of things. Secondly, Samson, he defied his parents. Uh, uh, one evidence of spiritual decline is the way in which we get along with loved ones. Samson went down, the Bible says, in first, uh, chapter 14 and 1. Uh, he went down both geographically and spiritually. Instead of staying in the boundaries of Israel, he went into the enemy's territory and fell in love with a heathen woman. He knew the law of separation God had given to his people, but he chooses to ignore uh, the law that God put in his life. And uh, you'll find that in uh, Numbers, um, uh, Exodus 34 and 16, Deuteronomy 3, 7 and 3, 1 uh, uh, Corinthians, 2 Corinthians 6 and 14. Uh, there's a law that God places down in your heart. Note that he told his father that, and, and he didn't ask him, uh, uh, and when he, his father reminded him of God's law. He defied them. He said to his father, get her for me. And he insisted on his father getting that woman for him. For he, he said, she pleases me well. He did not, he did, he did not be concerned. He was not concerned. He wasn't bothered uh, by the fact, by uh, the fact that he uh, despised and displeased his parents. Although God uh, overruled his decision and uses his sin to weaken the Philistines. Young people uh, that have been raised by uh, Christian parents need to stop and to consider carefully when they find themselves defying their parents who walk in the wisdom of God's word. Real important, uh, young people, that you don't raise up against Amen. The law that's in the heart of your parents. Amen. The way in which they brought you up. Uh, train up a, a child, saith proverb, in the way that he should go. When he, he's old, he shall not depart. He may, he may wander a bit, but uh, that, uh, that teaching, that, that training, that wisdom that you put in him is down in his heart. 
And so we see that he uh, despised and, and uh, 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 his parentage. He went against what his parents really wanted him to do. They wanted him to walk in the way of God. And thirdly, he defiled his body. In those days, the parent arranged for marriage. And there were several months between an engagement and marriage. When Samson met his lion, God gave him the power to overcome it, even though he walked into trouble. Uh, uh, when he came back months later, he com completed the marriage and found uh, honey in the carcass of the lion he killed. Numbers 6 and uh, nine, uh, 6 through 9 tells us that a Nazarite was never to touch a dead body. But Samson deliberately defied, um, defiled himself for the sake of honey. How many of us today are defiling ourselves to enjoy a little honey uh, in the carcass of a lion? Perhaps in some uh, book that has overwhelmed us. Maybe you're reading Harry Potter. Maybe you're reading some, some kind of uh, um, uh, earthly a uh, novel that uh, has in, engulfed you and you've taken your eyes off the Lord uh, wanting to follow the whole uh, epic um, uh, narrative of this this novel. Um, a movie, a worldly uh, organization. Some of these things can take your eyes off of what God wants you to do. Uh, sad to say, Samson pass, passes the sin along to his parents. And they made a joke about it to entertain their friends. As a Nazarite and a Jew, he had no right to be sharing in a worldly Philistine wedding. The marriage was never consummated, but the seed of sin had already been planted in his heart. Fourthly, he disregarded um, God's warning. You know, oftentimes God will try to shake us. God will try to uh, alarm us. God will try to alert us and uh, even deal with us in our sleep and let us know that we are going uh, in the wrong path. This is a chapter uh, of seeming victories, yet it ends with the strong man utterly ex exhausted from the lack of water. He burns the fields of the Philistines. But they turn around and burn the house of the woman he loved. Uh, chapter 15, 8, um, 14, uh, chapter 14 uh, and 15. Samson uh, then avenges uh, their death. But then his own people turn against him and deliver him to his enemies. Uh, God delivered him. Uh, but the, the, the same God warned him by showing him how weak he was. We, <laughs> we find only two prayers of Samson. Uh, one, he prays for water in, uh, uh, he, after he was totally exhausted. Then in chapter 16, he prays for the strength to destroy the Philistines. His parents had been prayerful people. Uh, but Samson had not followed their example. Example, But God warned him uh, and warned him and tried to alert him, tried to uh, get him to wake up out of his stupor. 
and uh, he would not heed the warning. What a tragic end that can lead to. Verse uh, number five, he deliberately played with sin. I want to let you know today that uh, if you were playing with sin, uh, you're in a dangerous ground. He had already gotten in trouble with one woman, but now he tries again, this time traveling deep into the enemy's territory to Gaza. Again, God warns him by allowing the enemy to almost catch him. But Samson refuses to humble himself and repent. You know, today I find that um, many people think they can get into the kingdom and believe uh, that it's an easy road or easy uh, transition getting into the kingdom. But the hardest thing for men to do today uh, is to repent and ask forgiveness of God. Uh, repentance is turning around from where you were, asking God forgiveness and asking him to come into your heart. And so here it was, Samson never repented and never got his heart straight. Then there was this woman delighted that comes into the picture uh, of his ungodly ways uh, that lead him to doom, his doom and demise. The Valley of Sore was near his home, but by this time, Samson's heart was already far from God. It, it, it shocks us to see this man of faith, this Nazarite, sleeping on the lap of a wicked woman. You know, sometimes, <laughs> you know, people, uh, you say, why are they doing what they're doing? Why are they um, dwelling where they're dwelling? And it was only because he had someone or some place to lay his head, and that was in Delilah's lap. And um, uh, but um, even through it all, he um, was still tried to be awakened by God. God was still dealing with him. God did not turn him off. God did not uh, shun him. But he in his own wickedness, in his own way, decided to do his own thing. And three times Delilah enticed Samson. Three times he lied to her. Each time the enemy attacks us, uh, each time the, even the enemy attacked him uh, in the same way, so should, we have, so should he have realized uh, it was a dangerous place to be in. Proverbs 7 and 21 speaks to what we see Samson yielding to. He was asleep when he should have been awake. Remember the warning Jesus gave to Peter in the book of Matthew, the 26th chapter. Note that each of the lies Samson tells gets him closer to the truth. How tragic it is and how dangerous it is to play with sin. The rest of the story is shown uh, in the tragic end of the believer, uh, this man of God who will not lead, uh, let God have his way in his life. Uh, from now on, Samson does nothing but lose. First of all, uh, he loses his hair, uh, his uh, shiny locks, his um, crown that God had placed upon him, the depiction of the great depiction of a Nazarite. Uh, his hair, the symbol of his dedication, 
for that dedication has since been abandoned. Then he loses his strength. He uh, he ignores the fact that his strength is gone uh, until he's overpowered by his enemies. How futile it is for the servant of God to try to serve the Lord when he's out of the center of God's will. He may think he can do God's will as before, but he will fail miserably. Fourth, he loses his eyes, for the Philistines put out his eyes. What a tragedy. What a tragic moment. He loses, number five, his liberty, uh, for he... Um, uh, for they bound him with feathers of brass. He lost his youthfulness to God, for he ended up grinding corn instead of fighting God's battles. Somebody said in verse 15 or verse 21, I'm sorry, depicts the picture of the binding, the blind, the binding, the, the blinding and the grinding results of sin. I said the binding, the, the blinding and the grinding results of sin and that's what sin will do to you it will take you all the way down and all of this begins with Samson's despising his blessings and defying his parents Samson also loses his testimony did you ever have a testimony that you lost praise God you you may have laid it aside or may, maybe felt that you couldn't testify to that fact anymore uh, because you have succumbed to some things that uh, God didn't want you to succumb to, Samson loses his testimony, and he becomes the laughingstock of the Philistines. The fish god Dagon was given all the glory and not the God of Israel. Apparently, Samson repented of his sins by this time uh, because he was in the prison. For God gave him not uh, one more chance, but he gave him another chance. And that's the great thing about the Redeemer uh, that we serve. He does not give you one more chance, but God continually gives you chances. He continually gives me chances to get it together and to stand up and be uh, the one uh, that he's counting on. And so here it was that um, uh, Samson repents and asks God for another chance to redeem himself and the nation by being involved in the fight of faith. Or so he was in the prison, uh, amen, grinding wheat and grinding corn, and his hair begins to grow. And Samson asks God for strength to win one more battle and the victory over the enemy. God answers his prayer and in his quest to defeat, defeat the foe, he, uh-huh, amen, is then willing to die with the Philistines. And that he did. Samson became a castaway, but he committed uh, uh, sin, the sin and the death. But God had to suffer him to be taken out of the scene. First uh, Corinthians 11 and 30 says, uh, <clears throat> His loved ones claimed his body and buried him between Zorak and Eshterol. Uh, and the very place is where he started his ministry. Back in uh, chapter 13 and 25, Samson illustrates the man who has power to conquer others, but could not conquer himself. 
he set the Philistine fields on fire, but he could not control the fire of lust in his heart. He killed a huge lion, but would not put to death the passion of his flesh. He, he, he could easily break the bounds that man put on him, but, uh, but the shackles of sin gradually grew stronger on his soul. Instead of leading, leading the nation, he preferred to work independently, and as a result, he left no permanent victory behind. He was remembered for what he destroyed, but uh, for what, uh, uh, and not for what he built up. He lacked discipline and direction. And without these, his strength would not accomplish much. He failed to check the pulse that began early in his career. The twenty year and twenty years later, that same uh, erotic pulse killed him. Uh, <clears throat> it remained that Samuel and David, in later years, had the final finally defeat the Philistines. Samson, I, I, I beg the. I beg your forgiveness, Samuel, by one prayer, accomplished more uh -huh, than Samson did in 20 years. You'll find that recorded in 1 Samuel 9, uh, 7, 9 through 14. I want to let you know, man of God, that you and I must stand up and be counted. We must, uh, amen, cleave to the word of God. We must believe God and trust God, that God is able to do all things. And if we'll but cleave to his hand, he'll work it all out. And I know our flesh and our passions want to carry us one way. But if we'll, amen, dwell in the house of the Lord, in the word of God, in the things of God, then we can be victorious and lead others to greater victories. I want to admonish you tonight to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You and I and me and you shouldn't be, amen, uh, caught up into a life that's uh, uh, pleasing only to ourselves. But we need to please the Lord. We need to seek ye first. We need to call on him first. We need to do the will of God. We need to accomplish his great purpose and that purpose is, amen, written upon our heart. For we have called into this great life. We're called into this purpose, and that be to serve God. And God has given us the grace, amen, to do the great things that he has put in our heart because he's given us the desires. He's given us the peace. He's given us the, uh, amen, the, the, the greater abilities. He's put those talents in us and we can accomplish the task. So I want to let you know, brothers and sisters, you can do it. You can do it and you can make it. You don't have to be defeated. Amen. And you can be victorious in every aspect of your life, of your life if you'll only but trust in God. God is able He's willing to help us and make us victorious in every area of our lives. We're going to pray. Father, we thank you for this word. We thank you for this truth. And uh, we thank you for what you're doing and what you've done. Bless us now, we pray. Strengthen us and cause us, O oh God, to know our weakness and to know our strength. Know that our strength comes from you. 
and every weakness that comes and is in our lives, oh God, we're able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we could ask or think according to the power of God that works within us. You've given us power to tread upon serpents and scorpions, upon all the powers of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. We claim the victory. We thank you by faith. And for all that listen, O God, all that hear, give them to know, O God, that their strength is in thee and their power is in thee. And we pray, O God, that they would pray this prayer. Father, Pray, pray this prayer with me. Say, Father, I repent of my sins. I ask Jesus Christ to come into my life. I realize I'm a sinner according to your word, and I want to have a new life, a great life, an abundant life in thee. Uh, save me now. Deliver me now. Set me free. We believe it done. We thank you for it by faith. In Jesus' name we pray. Thank God. Amen. Amen. And amen. Well, God bless you, friend, wherever you're listening. Thank you for tuning in. Tune in again, and uh, we'll give to you what God has given unto us. May the Lord bless you real good. May heaven smile upon you and your family. Bye-bye.